trash talking about plates from the rock that we ate ones we love ones we hate some are good some are great one meat two sides hot sauce we're your guides rob andy and randy and sometimes a guest Welcome to Talkin' Trash, a Rochester-based food podcast where we rate and review local and national food favorites. I'm Rob. I'm Randy. And I'm Andy. And this week, we will be continuing the Breakfast Sandwich Showdown with our final first-round matchup between Bagels, etc., which won in the play-in round, and Soho Bagel Cafe. And this week's guest is Cody. Welcome to the show, Cody. Thank you. Thank you. So Randy finally got me on. Yeah, it's, it's been a long time coming. And Randy, what was our initial plan to have Cody on? So Cody was going to do a plate with us at the retreat, but unfortunately I didn't look up the time and they don't open until later. So we couldn't do that. So then we almost did a plate at Wimpy's, but apparently they're closed for good in Greece as of yesterday. So we asked Cody would he mind doing some breakfast sandwiches and he graciously said yes he would love to do some breakfast sandwiches I do like my breakfast that's my Cody story (laughs) (laughs) the the entire situation was very on brand for a local food podcast (laughs) run by three doofuses (laughs) figuring it out last minute So, so uh we'll start with our famous segment the week in food so, Cody, would you share your weekend food with us? So, I mean, it was last Sunday, so it still counts as this week. I did a uh, over two-hour venture with my, one of my old bosses uh, that Randy knows. We tend to do a little trip every so often down to Erie, PA, to a sandwich shop called Permonte Brothers. I think they're based out of Pittsburgh. Uh, here's the closest one. So, plethora of sandwiches, um, you know, basic white bread, but being in PA, they stack them being out of Pittsburgh with French fries and coleslaw in the sandwich. Um, I ended up getting the steak and cheese uh, with an egg on it and bacon. Um, so no fries, no sides or anything. It's all just all right in the sandwich. So definitely worth a good little drive. Yeah, that's awesome that you get, you kind of get everything all in one. And they, um, I think they had like some kind of special one on the Hawaiian rolls. But I'm not a big Capicola guy, so I kind of steered away from that one. And Permanti, that's a chain, correct? Like, aren't there, I think there are a few of those around PA? Yeah, yeah, they're all scattered through PA. Uh, Me and Randy and our buddy Ross, we hit one. Actually, what did we even go to? Do you remember, Andy? I'm way back from New York. Yeah. I don't remember where Uh, it was, but we did go to one. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty much every major PA city down there. Philly, I doubt, but. Then uh, on the way home, we hit Krispy Kreme for our sugar dose. And then uh, hit on the road because they had a new, um, not really a letdown, but it was definitely, I was supposed to be more of a sandwich donut. It was kind of just like half the uh, cookie part of the ice cream sandwich for an Oreo on top of a donut. Still good, but I think the other filled ones they have are a little bit better. Yeah, I haven't had a Krispy Kreme in a while. Those were such a crazy like phenomenon for like five years and then unfortunately for that company and i think like several bread companies like i know there was one called montana mills and great harvest they all got popular and then about five years later everyone's like oh no more eating carbs and i think tons of those places went out of business yeah 
I love the idea uh, of just going on a food trip. Like you, you, the whole purpose was just to go get food that we don't have in Rochester. It's literally, we wake, we have our timeline. We get up at, we meet by eight 30, we hit the road, we get there right about, uh, 11 right when they open, you know, eat service is always good. Food's always good. comes out quick. We're done by noon, get to Krispy Kreme or back on the road by 12 30 home by quarter to three. Perfect. That's a great trip. My wife and I, we used to go on like spring break trips and we would go to a baseball game in another city somewhere and then basically structure out from the baseball game everything around food. This was back in our heavy um, <laughs> HGTV slash Food Network days. Before we had kids, we would just throw those stations on at night and watch, basically watch diners, drive-ins and dives every night for about an hour and a half. <laughs> and so we went to Chicago one time, shout out to Max. And uh, we went to a White Sox game and we went to probably five different restaurants that were either just like destination places that we found or uh, places we had seen on TV. So we went and got some crazy donuts at some donut place. We went to one of the famous steakhouses in Chicago, which was maybe still the best meal I've ever had. And we got deep dish pizza. And we even went to some like go in a back door of a warehouse, go downstairs, like hidden tiki bar, which was awesome. And we oh. had fancy cocktails and stuff. So we kind of did a couple years of strictly food trips to even big cities and stuff. And so I'm totally on board with what Cody did. And I think a trip like that, maybe to Buffalo or something might make a good episode of the podcast someday. If you end up doing the Buffalo trip, um, there's a place in Allentown. I've tried to get there at least, I've been to Buffalo quite a bit. And we talked about doing like the breweries and stuff like that. Um, so I would definitely be on board for that one. But there's a nice little burger joint uh, down in Allentown. Allen Burger some, Venture? It is Allen Burger Venture, yes. I have been there and it is delicious. I think I bought my mom a gift certificate once there. because I'm from Buffalo, so I try to sense. keep up with some of the cool places down there. But it's hard when you, every year you move away, you just lose touch a little bit more. But sometimes you see places like that online. And we went there and it was tremendous. Awesome. My cousin awesome uh, mentioned that. I think it's like a little ice cream shop down there too, but we never hit that. Yeah. The only other place I know really in Allentown is uh, Gabriel's gate, which they're pretty known for their wings and stuff like that. Yeah. My uncle's uh, talked about that place before too. Well, it'll make an excellent trip. Cody's on the short list. He's the current leader of our eight, <laughs> eight guests that we have. He's the one who's most likely to go on this trip with us. So Andy, all, what about I'm all for that one? Yeah, you're definitely in man. Uh, Andy, what about your weekend food? Uh, I'll be short and sweet this week. Uh, we, speaking of kind of like that tiki bar that we went to, I've kind of been getting into just the idea of making cocktails properly. Um, I had listened to an episode of a podcast where they were making Tom Collins and they talked about the history of it and everything. And it was kind of cool. And that's a simple one. It's just, you know, gin and soda and lime juice and simple syrup basically. And uh, so we made a couple of those the other night and they were delicious, you know, just have one of those before dinner. And uh, yeah, it was awesome. Just shaking everything, uh, mixing it all together and actually following the rules as opposed to just making something with the materials you happen to have on hand was uh, uh, pretty fun. So we we're, we're going to try, try a different thing maybe every couple of weeks and uh, 
next up we were going to try and make a tequila sunrise but that's more like a brunch drink so we're gonna have to make brunch too which will be fun so maybe next week i'll have a story for that we'll see breakfast tacos yeah brand man your weekend food dinosaur barbecue baby it was delicious (laughs) Um, went for my girlfriend's dad. It was his birthday this week and mine last weekend. So kind of did like a joint birthday dinner. And apparently you get a free drink when it's your birthday or right around your birthday there. Um, our waitress was awesome. She was so funny. And she's like anything top, top shelf, whatever you want. And her dad definitely doesn't do shots. And I really haven't done like a shot at a restaurant in a very long time, but I think her mom was like pushing it. So we decided to each get a shot of like something we would never usually pay for. Uh, So I did a whiskey shot. It was called whistle pig and he did like a top shelf tequila shot and both of them were delicious. Um, Well, he said his was mine was delicious. Then I went to the store and looked it up and it's like the $70 bottle. So I will never be buying it. (laughs) And uh, yeah, that was, that was good. The food was awesome. I, you know, I don't really do dinosaur a ton. I used to do sticky lips because it was so close, but I love dinosaur. It was so good. Um, And we all loved our food. Everybody was super nice there. Um, they're safe. You know, I definitely recommend it right now going, they spread out, like they took away a lot of the tables in the middle. So you're not feeling crowded in with other people. Uh, service was awesome. Definitely a great place to go. They've got some great barbecue. I know that was like the first big place we would always go. And then we did, I think that we kind of got, you know, hooked on sticky lips and then they kind of, I feel like they changed a little bit along the way. And then we went back to, to dinosaur barbecue and it was just incredible. It, mm-hmm. I forgot how good it was. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, oh, one, one thing, ahead, Randy. Oh, Andy, I, you're, you said it was in Chicago. You went to the Tiki bar. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm almost positive. We went to the same one. Like it was a friend told us about it and it was definitely felt like it was almost hidden. Like you had to go and almost no one was in there, but it was an awesome experience. Yeah, um, I'll find every, the name off pod and see if every I'm... drink had its own special little mug, you know, one yes. was like the little tiki god. And I, I wonder if it's the same place we literally it was starting to snow. It was in in April. And Christy was like ready to give up on it. And it really was just a door on a building with no it like maybe <laughs> it had a sign on the door and it just had a number. And you walked downstairs, it felt so uncomfortable and so wrong. But then once you turned a corner, there was like a black lit hallway. And then you walked through some, you know, some sort of doorway that maybe had something hanging. And it was like a total different world. It was like the bar in Goodfellas, you know, it was weird. And uh, I, I bet it sounds like it was probably the same place. It's gotta be. We'll, we'll figure it out. That'll be the big mystery, the cliffhanger for people listening. <laughs> yeah. Next next episode, we'll say if it was or not, but I'm pretty sure it was. I'm Rob, also pretty sure we'll get an email from Max confirming that he has <laughs> yeah. also been there and loves I this bet you we will. <laughs> and he'll also probably mention like two to three locations in Allentown that we left out. He oh knows gosh. more about Buffalo food than we do. He's an expert, That's man. Fair. I love it. I do got I do have a hint spot there for some good wings though. I think that's off off the grid. Okay. In Buffalo, what's your place? Um, I, it's uh Slick Willies. Slick Willies, yeah, I don't know it. That was my cousin's hangout before I moved on to Nashville. Nice. And uh they were there were some good wings on a Sunday there. I feel like I know the name of that bar from like advertisements on ninety seven like 97 rock or something like I, I think I've heard that bar like you know oh so and so's playing at Slick Willies this weekend or something but uh my 
week in food. I ordered from Atlas Eats last weekend. Oh, speak, speaking of cliffhangers, you mentioned this last week. I teased that you this, ordered. This, this, uh, this meal, and it was really good. You know, you, you go to the back, and you just kind of walk up to this outdoor area, and they bring you your food. They do a great job of packaging everything, like in a nice, it's a nice bag. Everything's nice and separated. It was, uh, it was, there was a salad with this dressing on top that was almost kind of like the dressing you'll get at like a hibachi place. It's kind of that uh, ginger pasty kind of, but also had like kind of peanut almost flavor to it for the dressing. And it had seared Wagyu steak on top and the Wagyu was perfectly cooked, super soft. The salad was good. The main course was also good and it had a little, so it was, it was like sliced pork on top of rice and it also had like a little piece of pork belly and the pork belly was incredible. I mean, you can't beat that. And the dessert was even good. It actually, it was going to be, so one of my, I think past peeves on the show was fruit for dessert. I think that whenever they serve fruit for dessert, it's the biggest cop out piece of garbage move ever. And it just like angers. I get so mad when anyone does fruit for desserts that's coming through. So I, I don't, yeah, I don't know if I made this clear. I hate it, but they had fruit for dessert and it was good. I was not disappointed with it. There was like this, it said something about like sweet beans and there was this like textured paste that must've been some sort of a bean and it had a sweetness to it and you mixed it in and there's like chopped up melon and there were a couple squares of some sort of gelatin fruit, almost like jello, but not quite like jello in there mixed in with the fruit. And it, it was pretty good. I wasn't disappointed, but I also did order the black and white cookie because I didn't trust fruit for dessert. <laughs> so I, I got myself a backup and, and that was pretty good too. Although I, I liked it, but it had this almost lemon flavor. I think it was almost too classy for me to really like. I like the cheap black and white cookie that has like an inch of frosting on it. And this was not that this was a lot, a lot healthier, but still very good. And, and their baked goods there are incredible. So Atlas Eats can't recommend them enough. It was, it was a good meal. So moving on to our next segment, Cody, would you tell us your breakfast Sam story? Which so, is your history with breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> fair. I thought it was just my history of the guy's named Sam, which I like two of <laughs> Um, I mean, as far as like branching out with stuff, it's been more recent. Um, I mean, I think it was a kid, it was like always, uh, like the BK and, uh, the McGriddles, it's like your sandwiches and stuff like that. Just cause I live so close to all those. Um, they were just really, really freaking delicious. Then it kind of just tapered off to like high school. It was always Duncan. It was right across the street from Arcadia. Uh, so I just, you know drop all the people off on a drive, leave, go get breakfast and come back like 10 minutes late in the class with food, uh, daily occurrence. It was always the same thing, bacon, egg and cheese, blueberry bagel and a monster because I'm a caffeine addict. <laughs> um, then really nothing major till someone at work had mentioned like burgers. I'm like, that just sounds really good. And I'm going to, um, which I'm, I think Randy said you guys had already done burgers. Um, and probably like the Western there is just always on point. Uh, I tell myself I was gonna get something different, but their Western was really good. They actually had like a uh, like a beef brisket one my buddy gave me. That was actually kind of tasty, surprisingly for Brugers. Um, brisket outside like barbecue joints, I don't really trust, but that was pretty good. Um, but I think lately it's been 
one or two a week occurrence, mom's homemade breakfast sandwiches. Uh, I think Randy's gotten a glimpse of those at work. I set up at the desk. Um, so nothing will, I don't think can top that one, but the homemade uh, deliciousness just piled on double bacon, double egg, double cheese, um, and everything bagel or the fun fact that, uh, the sweet Hawaiian rolls, they make bagels now. Hmm. I and did not it know is that. A, it is, I did not know that either. And it's a, uh, it's a breakfast game changer. That's awesome. I, I think your move of getting double cheese, I think double cheese is an underrated move. And I, I, I think that when you double the cheese, it's always better. Cause I've done a lot of double. I, I, I love eating meat, but I've double meated and it can really throw something off, but I've never had a problem with too much cheese. You've got to layer it right too. And it's, it was, it's always pepper jack cheese too. Oh, oh yeah. The pepper jack cheese with everything or even like that sweet bagel. It's a nice little offset. I'm hearing what I'm hearing is we may need to add a bracket and put Cody's mom in the mix for this contest. <laughs> I mean, I might be a little biased, but that might be a clear cut winner. <laughs> the never ending tournament. <laughs> so speaking of this never ending tournament, let's, Let's get right after it. So we're going to start by describing our orders from bagels, et cetera. So Cody, what did you get from bagels, et cetera? I am getting the uh, bacon, egg, and cheese on a nice blueberry bagel. Really can't go wrong. Uh, bacon, egg, and cheese anywhere. So never had bagels, et cetera. Actually never had the uh, Soho one either. Uh, so bagels is what? That's an ironic way, I believe you guys said, right? Yep. Yeah. So, you know, bacon, egg, and cheese, uh, it was layered really, really nicely. Um, it was actually, I think, kind of like almost like panini pressed down, which gave that bagel a nice little toast and a little crunch, which is always good for a uh, nice breakfast sandwich. Wasn't too soft, wasn't too crispy. Everything, you know, filled out and that bagel super, super nice. Um, could definitely tell that they used, you know, the real eggs. You could, you could see the yolk, you could see the whites. Um, so Cody, I got to interrupt. I think you're describing the Soho bagel sandwich. Am I? Because the bagels, et cetera, did not have, we, we had plain bagels from there. Gotcha. So Randy and lied the, to me when I asked him to confirm <laughs> the wrappings. Man, Cody's going to have to recalibrate all his <laughs> rankings right now, live on the podcast. Uh, oh, I, but, I could so, do that. So no, let's go through it. We'll start with Soho. <laughs> so keep, keep, keep talking. We'll do Soho first. All right. Wait, before I mess it up, because I might also, <laughs> Soho was the paper one, right? And bagels, yes. et cetera, was the foil. Okay. Yes. And Soho had the fried egg, not the scrambled, and it was a little more yeah. smushed. Okay. Yeah. And I would yeah. agree that they had, it was a crispier bagel versus the bagels, yeah. et cetera, was chewier. Okay. Yep. So I definitely think when you go to a breakfast sandwich, you want it to be a little crispier with that bagel. Um, you definitely don't want to chew too much. Um, bacon and nice crisp on it. Uh, the nice fried egg, definitely the uh, always a good way to go. Uh, I think there may be a little pepper in the uh, egg white for sure. So always a uh, nice little seasoning with that guy. Um, cheese, nice and melty. You know, didn't taste you know any of the fakeness like that. And the blueberry sweetness definitely melds and melds pretty well with that one. Nice. It was uh, cut in half too, and you can't beat that. That is a, that's a good move. I do like that. So you don't have to do it yourself. Um, Andy, what did you get from Soho? 
That's actually a good point. I never really thought about that. It, it is just easier to handle when it's cut in half. Yeah. So shout out to the cut in half places. Uh, so for Soho, I got a French toast bagel. And since this is a first round matchup, I continued to get sausage. And from here on out, I will not be getting sausage because I've had enough. <laughs> uh, like 15 breakfast sandwiches with sausage on them. And I got the French toast bagel, sausage, egg, and cheese. The bagel was... You, you could tell it was kind of yellowish, almost like an egg bagel. So there's that part of it with the French toast. There was some visible cinnamon and sugar on the outside. The sweetness didn't really come through as much as other French toast or cinnamon raisin bagels I've had in the contest. But not that's not a horrible knock against it. You could tell it was different than a plain bagel. It just wasn't a super strong taste, which honestly, I bet a lot of people would prefer that. I really like sweetness mixed in either in a bagel or a cream cheese or a breakfast sandwich. So for me, it was a little bummer, but not a huge deal. Uh, physically, it was a great bagel. I agree that it was a nice crisp outside and it, it had those little bubbles like that fresh made bread often has like the roll at bodega or maybe like a sub shop sub roll. Um, so you could tell it's kind of made fresh and yeah, there was a nice crunch to the outside, but chewy on the inside. I thought the sausage was standard, um, just a regular sausage patty, nothing too fancy, nothing, you know, not coming straight off a farm or something like that, uh, but nothing too bad about it either. It definitely, yeah, the fried egg, you can tell it's made fresh. Uh, I even had a little dot of run still in the yolk. I would categorize this as an above average fried egg, although egg is least important to me. Um, and the, the cheese was just standard melted. Well, a uh, piece of American cheese. I, now that we're talking about it, I do think the other sandwich had a, a thicker or a little bit more cheese. We were just talking about double cheese. So I think I would have loved more, but again, nothing, nothing bad about it either. So I think, I think it was a good sandwich. Personally, I'd look for a little more flavor out of that French toast bagel but that might be because I really like the balsam one that's in the other side of the bracket and that's got a real punch of flavor to it. So it was good though. I would definitely eat it again and I could see why Randy liked this place. If we're going to Randy next, Randy, as you describe your sandwich, tell us why this is a place you wanted in the tournament because this was your choice. I was trying to remember my first time going there, how I even found it. Cause it's in a plaza where the old Toys R Us was. If you know, if you've been in Rochester long enough off of West Ridge road and uh, it's like right next to where Toys R Us was and they have a drive-through, but I cannot remember why I chose this place. So it doesn't stand out. It's really far back from the road. Um, but once I got it there, I think the, the like fresh made fried egg is what hooked me. Um, most of the breakfast sandwiches I had had before that had like that pre-made, um, like scrambled egg that I don't prefer as much as the fresh one. Um, and then today, since we've had so many breakfast sandwiches now, I can compare it to a lot of the other ones. I like that it gets squished down a little bit. Uh, I think like Cody said, maybe that's because they cut it in half. So they put their hand on it, they hold it down and then they cut it something like that, I guess. Um, and for all you listeners out there, Randy was motioning what that would look like. Thank and you. Rob wasn't yelling. Point. Rob wasn't yelling <laughs> that he just got really close to his microphone. Just FYI. I did <laughs> going with uh, what Randy said, as far as like the smushed 
down thing. I definitely think that uh, should be do it. I think maybe even just because it was a little crispy overall, not just on the inside. I think they may have done some sort of little, maybe a little press on that guy too. Okay. That makes sense too. Um, So usually I always go plain. I went off the board and I got the Changa, which stands for cheese, (laughs) onion, and garlic. And then as soon as I ordered it, I regretted it, hoping that it wasn't going to sway me at all. Um, so it, it was good. It, I think I agree with Andy. It wasn't, which I guess is better than being too strong. It wasn't really a strong cheese, onion, or garlic taste. Um, honestly, I don't know if I would have noticed the difference between that and a plain bagel besides they sprinkled salt on it, which was really good. Uh, so yeah, maybe a little bit tastier, I think would have been, would have been nice. Um, but other than that, it was just like, I've had before. I loved it. Um, that's definitely my type of breakfast sandwich. Uh, it's very hard not to compare it to balsam, um, because we've had balsam twice already. Uh, so I won't, but I was curious about the French toast bagel. And I even told these guys, like, I know this is my, the one I picked, but if it doesn't move on, I definitely would go back. Cause they have some interesting bagels there. They have some really cool cream cheeses. there, like fun Fetty and, um, they had a Sriracha honey one. So either way, it's definitely, a, a like they have some good options there. Um, but yeah, overall it was exactly kind of like how Andy described it. Um, and, and it was good. It was definitely, like I said, I would order it again, Rob. Randy, do you think you just got a salt bagel? Well, I would say that except, um, I asked him what was on the Changa and then he just pointed to the sign that said exactly what was on it. And then I watched him (laughs) take a bagel out of there. Okay. So, uh, confirmation but yeah but um no and it had like you could clearly see the cheese that was cooked on there and you know you knew it was a chong it just i don't know for some reason the flavor didn't come across as strong as i thought it might so you knew it was a changa a term (laughs) we all just learned 40 seconds ago (laughs) that's gonna be in randy's uh repertoire of words now from now on (laughs) yeah the classic changa it's like fun to say but also kind of sounds gross i don't know (laughs) yeah definitely i for my order i i took a page out of cody's book because i did want kind of a sweet a sweetness but i also didn't want another cinnamon and sugar situation like i had a couple weeks ago that was a total disaster so I also got the blueberry bagel. Uh, I went sausage, egg, and cheese this time. I would agree with pretty much everything everyone said. The big difference between these bagels was that the Soho bagel was toasted on the inside, which gave it that crunch. It was a little squished down. The fried egg was good. The sausage, like Andy said, was not a standout. It was a standard sausage. But I like that the sandwich really was like a single unit. Kind of reminds me of, balsam their breakfast sandwich just is like this stable little sandwich that all stays together and is like uh, very compact and and tight so i thought that that was good and i I did like that it was a fried egg it had a good kind of um crust underneath the underneath the fried egg from that just that you know the fried texture i thought it was good i thought it was a good sandwich and it did have a decent chew to the bagel as well so i you know it it was solid uh you guys, anything to add for Soho? I would be very interested to go back and get a bagel with cream cheese because I did enjoy the bagel. And I, I like that Randy said they have the fun cream cheese flavor. So when we do best bagel in Rochester, we'll have to go back. Apparently. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, moving on to bagels, etc. So, Cody, what did you think of your bagels, etc. Order? This is the one that was plain in a tinfoil wrapping. So, that's the one thing I do like when it comes to a breakfast sandwich. Um, I, I know we didn't really talk about, it, but I think the wrapping plays an important factor in it too. Um, I'm definitely more of a foil guy than a paper. Um, I think paper helps with, like, I think just edibility, eatability, whatever word you want to use for that. Um, but I know the foil, I think, just locks the heat in better. So if it's on the go, it'll stay a little warmer longer. Um, but my sandwich from there, you know, I said we went bacon, egg, and cheese. And I think we all had that kind of uh-oh moment where we're looking like bacon, egg, and cheese, but we're trying to figure out where the bacon was. Ended up being, you know, it was layered um, almost on like one side of that sandwich was almost hidden. So it was in there. Um, um, for what is though, I thought was, you know, kind of your average uh you know breakfast sandwich uh the egg definitely was fluffy um you know after comparing it to i feel like that may have been the uh kind of like that carton uh you know egg just because i think it gave that fluffiness a little bit with it um like annie said i think there was a little bit more either double cheese or just a little thicker cut of cheese on there um definitely well melted overall um whole sandwich so not cut in any way um, the bagel was good. Didn't really get any type of toasted or um, heated up vibe off of it. So it had a very good chew to it, but it was almost too chewy for me for a sandwich. I like that little uh, crunch and I don't want to, you know, chew 2000 times for, you know, every time I bite into it. But, you know, I thought it was a good sandwich. Um, definitely on like the uh, average under a little bit. Okay. But, Andy, what did you think? Uh, so this was our second time with bagels, et cetera. They were in the playing round. So I had gotten a cinnamon raisin bagel the first time around, and I thought it was really good. Um, kind of, I guess, maybe because I'm comparing the two, I mentioned that the French toast at Soho wasn't super flavorful. The cinnamon raisin, when I had it in the first round with bagels, et cetera, was very flavorful. And today I wanted to get something a little different so i i had told uh rob i was going to get a blueberry bagel and if they don't have that get a jalapeno bagel and the just to give me a different flavor uh than what i had last time and i got sausage egg and cheese again for the bagels etc it ended up being a jalapeno bagel which is something i've never had before but i liked it um that it was also going to be my backup choice at Soho, but they ended up having the French toast. So the jalapeno bagel uh, had little bits and pieces mixed in of jalapenos. I'm guessing most likely they were probably little pickled jalapenos. Um, there was a little bit of heat and a little bit of tang from the jalapeno. I could kind of taste it even after the sandwich in a good way, a little bit of warmth. It had a lot of chew, but kind of just, for me, for my tolerance, just below too much. Uh, I agree with Cody that it did have a lot of chew to it. And yeah, I don't notice either any heating or toasting or pressing or anything like that. My, my bagel sadly was wet on the bottom just a little bit from, I'm guessing the eggs, which um, are sort of a thicker patty. They remind me of Wegmans. I think Randy mentioned it when we did the Wegmans one. And I like Wegmans breakfast sandwich. Their eggs are like juicy. I don't know if they keep them in a steamer or something like that, but I think that's what contributed to the wet bottom of the bagel. So I don't really hold it against it. I didn't think it was horrible, but it was, you know, your hand got wet when you touched it every time. 
I probably could have just transferred it to a plate and it would have solved the problem, but I didn't. Um, the sausage is fine. It tastes normal, but like the cheese, you get a little bit more. This is a slightly bigger patty than most of the places. Um, and that all kind of goes together. You get a little bit more cheese. The sausage is a little bit thicker and the eggs, it, it is kind of a big fluffy patty. We did, Randy noticed it first and he was probably going to talk about this, but um, the middle <laughs> of the eggs was like gray and not, su there was just like a darker tint to the middle of the eggs. And we don't really know what that was. They tasted normal. It just was a little off-putting visually, I thought. Uh, but I liked that the eggs were kind of that weird juiciness, but uh, really orange American cheese, thicker, more than the other sandwich. I think this was a pretty substantial breakfast sandwich, just like the first time around. And the first time around, for me, these guys just barely uh, lost out to Bodega. I did like this the first time around, and I liked it again. I liked both these sandwiches, and it was kind of a tough decision because they were both pretty standard bagel breakfast sandwiches. So I think it'll be a close vote. I don't know which way everyone's leaning yet. It's hard to get a read today. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, Randy, what did you think of yours? I got the same thing I got last time at bagels, et cetera. So everything bagel with egg and cheese to try to keep it consistent. Um, and that, I mean, really Andy described it perfectly, essentially what Andy just said, um, the grayness, threw me off it wasn't like the whole middle is like a spot kind of in the middle um and then so i second guessed myself i'm like have i maybe i just haven't noticed in other bagels where we've gone to get this but it definitely threw me off a little bit um i like the softness and the chewiness of the bagel um but i also like the crunchy bagels too but i do like like this type uh and it definitely has that everything taste so it was it was flavorful um, and the eggs were exactly like Andy and Cody said, um, definitely like those scrambled, maybe out of a carton type eggs. So it, it was close for me too. I did enjoy both of them. Um, and, uh, we'll end there, Rob, what do you think? I don't have much to add that you guys haven't already <laughs> said. It definitely was a softer and I think just bigger bagel. I think that even if Soho hadn't been toasted, it still would have been a slightly smaller bagel. Uh, this just was more solid. It was a little bit looser. I put in quotation marks, whereas the Soho bagel sandwich was a much more compact, like all together sandwich that kind of stuck together. This was a little bit more just kind of, you know, fluffy and, and kind of piled on top of itself, which is not a bad thing at all. I did not have any gray egg patches like, like these guys or else I didn't notice them. Maybe I did. My theory is that that's just, you know, how some yolks, when you cook them, they turn almost like a purplish grayish color sometimes, like for hard boiled eggs. Maybe that's what contributed to the color I, because, you know, it didn't seem, it seemed like they're pretty good eggs, right? It, they didn't taste different or anything. Um, the, the inside was nice at, at, uh, at bagels, et cetera. And uh, it, it's, it was cool because when you look down that like to the kitchen, it's, it's one of those buildings where it kind of keeps on going forever. Like it looks like you, you go a hundred yards back into the, the recesses of the building. And I always am fascinated with that. Although I know that doesn't impact uh, how we are going to score a breakfast sandwich, but it was a cool place inside. I like the signage on the inside. It had nice, like just really good font, good signs. I thought it was, it was a great, great place, great location. And, and the people in there were really friendly. 
they don't carry blueberry bagels. So back to the actual food, they do. I think, I think they might have it on their website. I'm not sure, but they, they said they stopped carrying them, uh, had to do with something like with the supplier or something, but overall pretty good experience on the inside. Are we, so are we, um, including the font in our rating now too? I just don't remember that being yeah. part of the discussions before. Just average it in, I think overall. <laughs> It's part of the score. Also okay. the depth of the restaurant, like the distance, like how large it is and how far it goes back into a larger building is part okay. of the score. Well, so. I, and then I guess I got to describe Soho. Soho, I think the font they use is papyrus, everybody's favorite. And it does go back very <laughs> far in the building and they have a drive-through. So just throwing it yes. out there. Oh, that's a totally- um, actually with uh, Soho. And actually I think it should be Manhattan bagel. Oh, way back it? in the day. That, yeah, because I remember they had the drive-thru was the same location. So I remember I think they used to be Manhattan Bagel way back in the Toys R Us days. Which actually used to be my favorite bagel place back in Rob, the day. You, there used to be a Manhattan Bagel right where you grew up, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it turned into Bagel so Jays now. Yeah, very. but it was, wasn't it before Manhattan Bagel? I think it was even a different bagel place. Like I think Manhattan Bagel might have been the second iteration of a bagel place in there. The bagel wars just put thrashed <laughs> yeah. small businesses the late, in Buffalo. The late nineties were yeah, big bagel places were just battling it out. The one thing actually, so speaking of signage in all seriousness, the the outside signage of bagels, etc., is kind of small. Like I'm looking at the plaza and I could not initially figure out where it was. I'm just like scanning all the places and it, it, it is kind of small. It's like, if you're looking at the Wegmans, it's all the way, not all the way, but it's kind of towards the right. So uh, keep that in mind if you go there. So our, our final thing is going to be tallying up our scores. We have a very complicated system where if you like a place better, you give it a one. And if you like a place not as good as the other one, you give it a two. Or you just say winner. You could do that I as like, well. And yeah. I'll, I'll translate that to a score. I can, I'll, I can I'll go with that Andy's out version on that okay. one. <laughs> okay. So, so Cody, as our guest, wait, which a, wait, sandwich time you out. Like better? Oh. Time out, Rob. Before we do, we also have a complicated way to do it. I know the listeners can't see, but there's a spreadsheet. Um, and the two places are Wegmans and Scott. Ah, yes. So, what we do, Cody, oh. is we talk about the places we just went to, but then we rate two totally different places. Well, okay. yeah, that you've never been to. <laughs> okay, the spreadsheet. Oh, okay, fixed. it's fixed. Never, never mind. Oh, now okay. I'm a little, I'm a little nervous today because I don't know what's going to happen here. But in the case yeah. of a two to two tie with only four, Ooh. I believe the rules state that we defer to just the three hosts. And I don't want to be insulting to Cody and his opinion. But in the case of a tie, that is what happens. Correct. Okay, that's yeah. fair. That's okay. fair. I, I don't want you to feel like your time was not useful or your input was invalid <laughs> to us cody but we're oh, no. stupid and we have four people on every week so. with, with a math teacher as a host so that's the uh i think that's yeah. ironic right there yep so cody which sandwich did you like better soho or bagels etc um i'm de- i'm gonna definitely lean towards uh like i said i never had either one of these i've actually never heard of bagels etc so it was a good introduction um uh, william both of them I'm definitely going to lean towards uh, Soho on this one. Okay. Soho with the one. Bagel Is there, Cody, do you want to explain why real quick? What, what about Soho? Put it over. So with me, um, like I said, aside from the actual bagel flavors, because uh, I did look on the bagel site, that's why I saw the blueberry. Um, now that I know that there was a distributor, so that's um, you know, good to know. But 
I just thought it filled out the uh, sandwich a little bit more where I, every time I took a bite, it was um, equal portions, bagel, cheese, uh, meat, all that. Um, the, uh, the crispy quote unquote crispy uh, bagel, I think was definitely the uh, more um, pusher for me. I definitely do like that. Um, you know, a little crunch with that bagel. I think it kind of helps uh, seal everything in when you take your bites. Okay. I think it was just the more filled out sandwich um, mm -hmm. and definitely the uh, the crunchiness uh, definitely set it on the edge for me. Mm -hmm. Cool. Andy, what was your favorite? Okay. Um, so let's see. Soho bagels. The sandwich was good. I'd say it was, uh, you know, above average in our competition because the bagel texture was great and it was a good quality egg. The sausage and cheese mm -hmm. were fine. I would sort of consider them replacement level or average. Um, but I would definitely eat this again. I just don't think it was my, my style of breakfast sandwich as much as bagel, et cetera. I would love to go to Soho for bagels and cream cheese for sure, because they make a mean bagel. And I thought it was good. Um, I just happened to like the bagels, et cetera, style. It suited me more. I like the more prominent flavors in the bagel. And I know that I'm just comparing the two bagels. Um, and it was a little bit more substantial. Everything, there was more cheese, more sausage, more egg. So it was just more of a, you know, like I said, substantial meal, I guess. I think the bottom line is I would probably and eat bagels, et cetera, again, because my experience in the first round was great. And my experience this round was great. And I think I just liked it a little bit more because of the flavors and yeah, I think I would just pick it over the other one. And I liked Soho. It, we always say it's hard to pick a winner sometimes because all of these places are good and breakfast sandwiches in general are delicious. But I think that one just suited my, my palate a little bit more. Okay. Thank you, Andy. Randy, which did you like better? Um, I actually... I thought Andy was going to go bagels, et cetera, because he talks about the fluffy eggs and that's like exactly what he looks for. So I'm going to compare that to the eggs I look for, which are the fresh cooked fried eggs. I like those better, but through this competition, Andy, I've, I've grown to actually enjoy the fluffy ones too, especially Wegmans. Wegmans, you were right. was so good. Um, they have the, I think Wegmans has some of the best seasoning too. Like they, yeah. Oh, yeah. cause they put a little care into those. Mm -hmm. That yeah. makes a big difference. True. Yeah. So these were close. I won Soho hometown favorite. Um, but I will say if it does move on, I, I'm more, I mean, honestly, I think I've had better breakfast sandwiches than both of these in this tournament. I think balsam was really good. Um, Soho, I guess it wasn't as flavorful as I remember it, to be honest with you. It definitely, it's got, like Cody said, it's, I love that sandwich feel and how it's kind of squished with the crunchiness. Um, and then the fried egg. So everything about the Soho, I like better yeah. bagel, et cetera. Just that's not as much of a type of bagel as I usually like, but it is, it's still really good. So it was, it was close for me. I'll agree with Randy too. The, um, Randy and Andy, like I think the egg is definitely a big player in the sandwiches too. I think like that fresh fried, definitely peppered seasoning helps with it. Yeah. Yeah. And we've talked Cody or 
me, Annie and Rob have talked like, depending on what your favorite part of the sandwich is or what you look for. And I know for me, I've said the egg is a huge part for me too. Um, and then when the eggs are similar, I kind of default back to whatever the breading is usually. Uh, so for this one, I just love that they fresh cook it there too. So they're both good. Excellent. I would echo everything that you guys have said it, it, this, I think both sandwiches are very comparable in a lot of ways. It's just what your preference is. Mm -hmm. And I do like a fluffy egg. And I totally agree with what Andy said about Wegmans having a fluffier egg, but a, a really well seasoned one. I think the, I'm going to go Soho over bagels, et cetera. So Soho is going to move on. But one thing I think is that with the bagel sandwich with sausage and the bagels, not toasted, you don't have a variation of like texture in that sandwich. If you went with bacon, you'd have that crunch, but I, I went with sausage this time and the Soho bagel had the toasted bagel. So it did give it a little bit of added texture to it. I liked that it was more compact. I'm pretty much on the fence between the, the fried or the fluffy. I, I'm cool with fluffy. If, if it's a real egg that's been scrambled and has a little bit of salt to it and has that extra flavor, but I also agree that bagels, et cetera, was just a, a big, massive sandwich. So I think if you're hungry and you're in Aronicoid, you really can't go wrong going to bagels, et cetera. Soho was a little bit smaller. And that just, for me, was a little bit more interesting. So it was very close though. Who, so who does, who is Soho going to play again? Just to, I was recap. actually just ma making a note of that. So okay. this was our final first round matchup. So we have our final four. We have the two semifinal matchups. We have, Soho moving on versus McCann's local meats, the two by two by two by two, which was very yummy. And we have on the other side of the bracket, Balsam, which has impressed us, uh, versus Village Bakery, which is sort of a delicious mm -hmm. gourmet breakfast sandwich. So just another couple rounds of breakfast sandwiches, guys. <laughs> I I like the idea of us just eating them all in one weekend and just getting it over with. <laughs> so just it do out. A, a four a four thing where yeah, it's invite, all against invite two guests. Yep. And just well, I have good news and bad news for you, Rob, and neither of them matter because we already did one of the semifinal rounds. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we're recording it tonight, so your plan will not happen. Rob, if it makes you feel better, I forgot that too. So <laughs> I was like, wait, this is a great idea. Oh, crap. If it helps, I knew nothing about it. So yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, man, when are we going to, when are we going to eat those sandwiches? And it's like, I'm like, oh, I have an entire page of notes that I took that I totally forgot that we even did. It's like this. Oh my God. It's madness. We're doing so many breakfast sandwiches. It's insane. You know what the crazy part is? They are all good though. Like for the most part, they're all pretty good. Like, oh, they're all good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure you know what, I, what i realized after bagels etc again was because i love their bagel dogs there and there's a bagel land in 12 corners that has good bagels also but I, i'm not as big a fan of their bagel dogs and i think they cook their bagels differently like that bagels etc bagel is a little sticky it's got that like moisture kind of thing and i love that on yep. the outside of a bagel dog so i don't know anything about cooking bagels but i'm sure there's like i know you can boil them right yep. And then it's like boiled or baked probably, right? Okay. So maybe yeah. that's where we're seeing the difference between some of these two. Yeah. That's right. Well, I, mean, I know I think... it won't be... Oh, sorry about Andy. Oh, no. I was just going to say, we were talking about it this morning when we ate these. What we probably should have done was make one half of the bracket the bagels bracket 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that we would have even matchups that way. And then the other side would have been more like your gourmet type. Um, and just have those just to keep things a little bit more even. So when we do our next tournament, we'll probably put a little bit more thought into the seating. I think we just needed to get this thing started and get the ball rolling. And we've got, we've got four good finalists. Uh, Cody, what were you going to say? Um, I would, when it gets to that final four, cause I've never heard of balsam. Um, I've always heard McCann's. I will definitely want to sit in and just kind of spectate and eat, of course, <laughs> just to see how uh, these guys play out. We should rent out like a, a, a large auditorium and, and host a live finals episode, you know, for all of our fans. <laughs> yeah. If we took like, if we did 12 foot social distancing, we might be able to fill the place. <laughs> it's it's Audit- down to three feet now. We're fine. Yep. <laughs> auditorium <laughs> theater. Okay. Awesome. Well, this was a good, this was a good episode. Uh, we're going to move on to our famous segment, peeves and plugs, where we, in case, in case you listeners were wondering, <laughs> this is what we consider a good episode. So just be happy <laughs> this, with it. This is a top notch up. Guy went on a special road food trip just for us. I love it. Yeah, oh he, yes. So Cody, any, any peeves or plugs this week? Um, my peeves tend to change throughout, uh, the week, but it's a nice day out. So I'm not really too all upset about anything right now. So I'm going <laughs> to stick with that outlook today. Um, as far as plugs go, um, I mean, it's a food podcast, so I'm definitely going to plug these guys, uh, Mortalis Brewing, um, their stuff's not in stores. You got to go out to Avon to their brewery for them. Um, I got a bunch of buddies that will get me stuff when they do their drops. There are people that will wait in line and they actually camped out Friday night for some of these things. Um, so it's definitely a, a different uh, branch on a beer. Um, they do a whole bunch of different um, like sours, but nothing you consider super sour. Just like almost like a, like a smoothie type of beer. Uh, they're really great. Froth out in Buffalo was phenomenal. Um, so if we do a brewery tour, uh, resurgent out there is definitely, uh, my pick. Then, um, I will plug the, uh, clothing line, uh, which I'm actually not wearing anything today. Uh, I'm wearing my stone cold shirt because of the, uh, biography series that kicks off tonight. Oh, nice. Um, I actually do want to so, watch those. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm definitely, uh, all in on that one tonight, but, uh, I will plug uh, combat iron, uh, apparel. Uh, my code is Cody caveman 15. It's uh, veteran owned and operate out of Georgia. So it's definitely, um, definitely like an American style clothing, um, militaristic. Yes, but it's definitely funny. Um, I actually have, it's a, uh, it says fit AF, but the, uh, a or the uh, I is crossed off for a, so it's fat AF, which <laughs> definitely, uh, fits my personality. If, uh, cause Randy sees how I eat during the day. <laughs> yep. Um, but I'll give them a check out. Uh, they drop a whole lot of new stuff. So, uh, think some of that, especially being foodie guys i think you'll like some of that stuff well, i'm gonna have to take that same shirt out of our possible shirt lineup for the podcast <laughs> <laughs> cody that was like the first legitimate plug i think that's ever been on this podcast <laughs> like an actual business that you actually want to support yeah we're like bubbles cream cheese <laughs> yeah i plug like general yeah, but- concepts not actual products that anyone could buy <laughs> awesome man yeah. we'll check that out uh, randy so, uh, you know, kind of going off what Cody said, I'd like to plug, um, small talk, uh, just <laughs> chatting with people in public, um, doesn't get enough support. Yep. 
uh, I was at, you know, at Soho today, I was standing there and I'm wearing my trash plate Red Wings hat. And lady behind me says, Ooh, you, uh, you love their wet Red Wings, big Red Wings fan, huh? And for some reason I said, yes, even though I'm not, <laughs> um, because I guess I didn't want it to be awkward. And then it got worse because then she said, oh, uh, you must be excited. Are you going to opening uh, opening day? And, and instantly like, you knew that this lady knew more about the Red Wings than you? <laughs> so much more. You were just drawn in and he was not prepared at all for this. Uh, not prepared. What do you so... think of them benching blah, blah, blah? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, so I said, uh, usually I just go to the game on Memorial Day. I was like, are they even, you know, doing fans now? And she's like, of course. Yeah, they're doing fans, but they pushed. I think at that point she realized that I lied to her. She's like, but they pushed back the uh, opening day. So maybe you'll be around then. I was like, oh, okay, great. Thanks. So um, try not to lie when somebody asks you a question in public. It doesn't really go very well. It doesn't go far. So, so all, you're, you're plugging people talk to you. Small yeah. talk and telling the truth. Please tell the truth. Honesty and small talk. I, yeah. I stopped wearing like Sabre shirts because it's like, I like the Sabres. I'll go to the games, but I don't know what's going on with them. And so I'm just worried that I'll wear a Sabre shirt somewhere and someone's going to ask me anything specific about the current team and we'll keep like an idiot. So it's like, I just wear plain colored shirts. So I don't have to worry about that. I can't wear like Bill's gear in the late at the end of the summer like i go to wegmans and like older people are like always like do you play for the bills just because i'm a big guy i'm like <laughs> six five and i'm big i'm like an O lineman it's happened more than once it's very funny and i'm just like uh what's gonna end this conversation faster if i say yes <laughs> no yeah. i don't know that, that's we just roll with it and you tell me playing the uh, practice squad yeah <laughs> we, um, i will I will put that into uh, my peeve, though, is the uh, the uh, Bills and the Sabres. I'm not a Bills fan, but I do support them. I'm a Cowboys fan, which I, at this point in my life, I don't know which could be worse, but I roll <laughs> with it. Um, I like the Sabres. I like the Rangers. I don't follow nearly in depth as some people do to know like the all inning is out, but I do support them. Um, I do think it's funny how the one the Bills scene that was so horrific for so many years is now really, really good. And the Sabres team that was actually had decency just found a way to become like the 0-16 Lions of the NHL, I feel like. I heard so, they're turning a corner, though. I hear they got a new coach, and it's a new attitude, new new, new plan. They are I officially already eliminated from the playoffs, but ooh. they are playing better. That is yes. true. I, I think it just depends on the uh, day of the week that they're playing. <laughs> because <laughs> they can score five and win five nothing and they can get shut out nine nothing so i don't know yep. yeah my brother my brother shout out pat he sometimes listens to this listens to this podcast and he's been on a couple episodes he's a sabers guy my dad too shout out to my dad who definitely does not listen to this podcast uh but hey guys go save we, we consider part-time listeners as listeners yep just to get <laughs> the count. numbers up they they so andy peeves and plugs what do you got I'm cheesing hard, Rob. I got a peeve this week again. A business that will go unnamed. Bad takeout. 2.0 for me. I don't think it was two weekends in a row, but it was two out of three. So we're bummed. I uh, I want a gift certificate to a place just like, you know, 10 bucks off. So we ordered dinner and stuff. We ordered a full dinner. Couple problems. They told me the wrong time. They told me to come an hour early. And I arrived on time an hour early and we didn't, they didn't even figure it out until about 40 minutes into that. I'm 
pretty passive. I don't, I'm not confrontational. So I just kind of waited. I even stood at the front counter and like, it was just a very disorganized kitchen and you could see right into the kitchen and no one was even talking to me. I tried to get their attention and they're like, Oh, Hey, how you doing? And they just, so I just let it kind of play out and it ended up, they told me 645. I left at about 730 with my food. At least I knew it was freshly cooked because they were not making it until everybody else left. And I was the only one left there. It was bad experience. <laughs> it was one of those situations where you feel like even with no experience running a restaurant, if I was in charge of the restaurant, it would instantly become 10 times more efficient. Um, and it all ended with us eating the final, the food was like, fine. The food was good. Christy, my wife liked her sub and I had like a, it was an Italian dinner and it was good, but um, we ended with cheesecake and it tasted normal, but it had the consistency of ricotta cheese. And it was just the cap on the end of the night. I smelled like fryer because I stood in the, the open restaurant slash kitchen it was just a bad experience. And after that happened, we got burned two weeks ago. We're just bumming. So I think we're going to be going to like somewhere consistent, somewhere classic that we like this next weekend just to get something good. But bummer. It's like our one special thing we do each week. But piggybacking off of that, I won the gift certificate in a raffle. So I am plugging raffles. Raffles are great. <laughs> I have recently won a few things in raffles. We do a, like they, the, the parents of our school put on a raffle for us at conference time. And at the conference, I put half of my tickets. I try to just like stack the bag with like most of my tickets to try and win one thing. And uh, half into a Red Wings basket because I'm a huge fan like Randy. <laughs> Oh. Just because it, it had tickets to a game. So I was like, sure, I'll do that. And then, um, and I work with, uh, you know, a lot of ladies. So we, we sort of have different interests. So I tend to go for the things that I think they might not be interested in there. You know, they'll go more for like, traditionally, you know, like we get a lot of donations for like spas and hair care products and things like that. Family photo sessions where I think I'm just like, okay, what would I be interested in that they might not be as interested in? So I went with the garbage plate mug, which I won and showed you guys. And that came with this $10 gift certificate. It's a can style glass mug. It looks like a, a beer can and it just says burgers and fr home fries and hot sauce and ketchup or something like that. And it's one of those type of shirt designs on a cup. And I won this. And then I also at school separate raffle, won a free house cleaning. And so we had someone come and clean our house for free. Obviously we left her a nice tip, but it was awesome. Just one weekend where we didn't have to clean everything. So raffles, enter them, win them, enjoy your prizes. <laughs> Classic. I will piggyback off of that too. Uh, as Randy knows, I am a uh, collectible aficionado. Um, I've won many things in my raffles. I have dropped a significant amount of money in these raffles. <laughs> um, I definitely, at this point, I think I may be broken even, but it's a, uh, it's a love hate thing with the raffles though. But when you win, it's a, uh, it is definitely a nice feeling. Raffles are great. I, I also support them. I don't win them that often, but I, I do like them. So I'm with you guys. Uh, my peeve this week, I decided to change my car's oil myself which was a bad idea. Self-peeve. I, 
I, I, I do this sometimes. It's not the nice thing. I've got a forester. The nice thing is you don't have to jack it up at all. You just slide under it and you could do everything without having to do anything like that. The problem is it's messy. And so my peeve is the last person who did my oil change tightened the bolt, like the, there's like a little bolt you have to take off and then the oil comes out. Whoever did it, tightened it super tight. And when I got the bolt off, there was no washer underneath it and you need to have a washer. So my car is sitting in the driveway with no oil and I have no washer <laughs> to put it, the, the bolt back on there. And so I walked over. So this is, and, and so I got to be honest, the person who did my oil last might have been me. I don't remember. So <laughs> it, there's a good chance I screwed this up, but I walked over to courtesy auto, which is very close to my house. And there's a guy there who works. There is like a full service gas station and mechanic. And the guy who was working there, I, I was like, Hey, do you guys have a, like a washer I could buy? And as I'm walking up, a car pulled up for gas. And so he's like, I can't leave the pumps. So he's filling up that person's gas. I'm just sitting there as I'm waiting. Somebody else pulls up. He fills up that person's gas. I'm waiting again. Another car pulls up and then another car pulls up. And so I, I was probably waiting there for like 10 or 15 minutes. And also before he went to help the cars, he goes, all the mechanics lock up everything, but I'll see if I could help you out. So I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm going to be waiting here for a half hour. They're not going to have it. And I'm going to have to have one of you guys drive me to an auto parts store. In, in the end that we did find a washer that fit, he just gave it to me, which was cool. And this guy actually helped me out with my mower in the past. I had a, a lawnmower issue and he gave me some good advice that got it going again. So my plug is courtesy auto, full service gas station mechanic i brought my car there a couple times listener and former guest of the pod pete swears by that place so you know thanks courtesy auto for saving my washer and uh whoever did my last oil change uh, it was you which might have been me uh nice <laughs> we, job we could, idiot so we could just blame uh, randy for that too though <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so uh and and my plug or my peeve is also just or my advice is don't change your own oil it's, yeah, it's like thirty dollars. Well, I have full. I have to do full synthetic, so it's more like in the fifty yep. to sixty dollars range. 50 range. Yeah, but even when you change your own, you still got to buy the full synthetic, right? You do, but you can get it on sale for like thirty bucks for a case. I'm trying to help you out here and encourage people <laughs> not to do it. I mean, I probably saved. I think I might have saved maybe twenty dollars at the most. Probably more likely like fifteen bucks, but and 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 just almost like saved a dollar per minute you waited for that washer oh my god (laughs) after i almost broke my hand trying to get that bolt off it was insane so that's that's my peeve and plug guys anything to add before we sign off okay cody oh yes check out our instagram at talking trash rock (laughs) and email us at talking trash rock at gmail.com that's t-a-l-k-i-n trash r-o-c at gmail.com and email us if you we've talked about a lot of places and we had a lot of places enter this breakfast sandwich tournament we asked for this before we really started the whole thing but what are if you think of some places that we have left out what's the best breakfast sandwich that we have not talked about or mentioned let us know email us or hop on the gram and let us know yes and i'm gonna build into the show notes a reminder to share our information so we don't forget it again like we do every single week perfect (laughs) thanks for listening folks 
keep talk talking and eating trash and enjoy those breakfast sammies trash talking about plates from the rock that we ate ones we love ones we hate some are good some are great one meat two sides hot sauce we're your guides rob andy and randy and sometimes a guest okay that's it good show guys